Just like I don't think there's a right or wrong way to build a business, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to get visible. But you do have to find a way you can be consistent at over a long period of time. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. In today's episode, we are talking about getting visible and specifically how you can get in front of more of your ideal clients to ultimately drive more buyers to your offer. I recently was in a coaching call and had a client of mine ask me about getting visible and all the uncomfortableness that has been coming up for her and her peers. And she asked me to do this episode. So I'm really excited to dig in and talk more about how this applies to you. Before I dig into that, I wanted to share about a new workbook I just put together. Y'all, I literally spent all day on this. In fact, I spent three days thinking about it, planning it out in my head, figuring out exactly what I wanted this to look like. And then I spent a solid day putting this together. And I really look forward to you diving in because inside this workbook, we're talking about everything from identifying the business model that you're building in, the ones you want to build towards in the future, how you create aligned messaging. We're even digging into the client spectrum and how you create an offer ecosystem around that. So this is a super cool new resource that I have just put together. And I really want you to get a copy. In fact, it's a companion piece. So if you haven't yet listened to episode 789, I do talk about developing your offer ecosystem. That is a great listen. And then I definitely want you to dive into this workbook. You don't necessarily need to listen to the episode before you download the workbook, though. You can go right now to bossproject.com slash wealth. Just make sure it ends up in your inbox. That way you have that. And then you can listen to 789 after you listen to today's episode. I also specifically wanted to just remind you to be following me over on Instagram. I know I say it every single episode, but we always have new listeners. So for those of you who are new here, howdy. How are you? Howdy. I don't say howdy. That's not true. It's a hello. Hello, guys. It's nice to meet you. And I do really genuinely want to get to know you. 
So with that being said, if you could head on over to Instagram, you can go to Boss Project. My personal profile is linked in the bio, and I'd love for you to go introduce yourself. Tell me more about you. Tell me about what industry you're in. Tell me about the challenges you're facing and what you're trying to tackle next in your business. And I would love to align some resources for you and see how I might be able to help. But it really is such a joy of mine to get to know you guys better and really hear about what's going on in your world. I don't normally record at night, like literally ever, ever. But today is kind of a special circumstance because I leave on a jet plane in the morning and I'm going to be gone for almost a week and I wanted to just make sure this podcast had enough time to go through production while I'm out of town. That is the freedom of what it's like to build a business that honors your life and I'm so excited to be visiting a dear, dear friend of mine best friend like in my wedding. Very, very, very close. We've been friends for 15 years and she just had her second baby and she's on mat leave. So I'm coming down for a week to help with the baby while she's juggling a toddler (laughs) and just be there and just hang out and not have the expectation that I have to do anything while I'm away. And oh, I'm so excited. I also... I used to hate the idea of traveling alone, but I cannot tell you how excited I am. Maybe that's just goofy, but I'm like really looking forward to my airport coffee and like some sort of sweet treat that I wouldn't normally get myself for breakfast and then finding a new spot along the way. It should be really fun. Plus, plus, perhaps maybe the best part, I will have undivided attention to listen to the entire re-release of Taylor Swift's 1989 album. And I am very excited. So it drops tonight. I very well may be up till midnight because I haven't yet packed and the sun is already down. So we're gonna work on that. (laughs) Okay, back to this client. So I was in a coaching call and The person that brought this up is easily one of the most dynamic people I know. She is excitable. She is energetic. And I would not describe her as shy in the slightest. So to hear her say visibility feels intimidating And she'd love more strategies on how to get visible and how to get past the mindset and the uncomfortableness. I was honestly shocked that this was even something that was on her mind. So if it's on the mind of someone that I would consider one of the most engaging people, then I have to imagine it's on the minds of so many of you listening And I wanted to talk about it. I think the first part of visibility really comes down to you feeling good about it. Because if you don't feel good about getting visible, then you're definitely not going to do the work to get visible. (laughs) Being visible is vulnerable. Being visible 
allows you to be susceptible to other people's judgment, to other people's opinions. And I know so many of us would just prefer to never hear any of them. And even if you're really aligned in the belief that other people's opinions don't matter, we are psychologically wired to care what other people think. And so intentionally putting yourself out there with the goal of more people finding out about you is kind of a daring thing to do. In fact, I would say it's one of the most vulnerable things you're going to be doing in your business, maybe ever. Because ultimately, you have no idea how people will respond until you do it, try it, test it, and try again. But it is required to grow your business. Now, we've talked about the different types of business models that are out there and that depending on the type of model that you're in, you will need a different requirement for the amount of audience or eyeballs that you need on what it is that you're doing and the offer it is that you are creating. But ultimately, people knowing who you are and that you're an expert in what you do and that you have something actually for sale is a required part of doing business. Now, I have shared in the past ways that you can grow a business without being the one to get yourself leads. And if that's something that interests you, definitely go back and listen to Leads on Autopilot. I talk about two strategies super in depth that really mean you only creating a handful of really intense relationships, but not like a continuous reliance on you always getting in front of new people. So definitely listen to that if you're feeling like, oh my God, no, (laughs) what I'm about to say. But for those of the rest of you who feel like, no, I need to get myself out there. I need to be in front of more people. Then let's talk about it. Just like the rest of you, I have my own hesitations around getting in front of more people and my own fears and the things that I worry about. I have recently talked to a friend about my concerns about cancel culture and how much that holds me back from doing everything I want to do. And she reminded me of all the work that I have done to continue to learn and to continue to educate myself and to continue to unlearn (laughs) and be a good person. And that doesn't mean we're not going to make mistakes along the way. And so you can't just hold yourself back for fear of what could happen. I am naturally like a catastrophizer. (laughs) So I tend to think of the worst case scenario, and then work backwards from there. Like, what happens if it all falls apart? If none of it works? If I can't do any of this? Like, it's very end of days kind of fears and anxiety that come up. But there's something that like tends to pull me back to the other side time and time again. And I blame my mom for it. (laughs) She 
convinced me at a very young age that I could do or be anything I wanted to be. And in a way, I credit her for giving me the audacity. <laughs> like, I have the audacity to put myself in all of these situations, regardless of if I'm actually qualified. And don't get me wrong, I am so qualified in so many ways, but I think the way she talked to me for so many years in a row really made me not just think that, but believe that, that I could do or be anything I wanted to be. And there was a way to figure it out that like, it would just take time it used to mean that I would just like reveal the deepest part of myself on the first, you know, go round. Like I just met someone and I let my guard down and I share my whole heart with them. And honestly, that's a little weird. <laughs> and I have taken some time to like figure out what's an appropriate level of information on a first meeting regardless of this is in person or online. And what sets me up for more long-term success? When it comes to things like pursuing my career, my dreams, my desires, and specifically visibility, I don't really put up walls. It's either all in or on pause, but I don't ever really think of myself as not in it, not doing it. There's just things that are like dialed down, like on a slow simmer, you know, I'm never like turning it all the way off because I know the importance of all of the things that I have put in motion over time. And I want to see those continue to fuel my future moving forward. Now, having the audacity all by itself has automatically given me some unique situations that I realize that perhaps the regular everyday person would not be in. Like it has not been uncommon throughout my career to end up on a Zoom or even Skype call way back in the day with the CEO of a tech startup. And I would make it so clear what I wanted and needed as his ideal client I would position myself as that. And then I would see my needs for my business be prioritized in the production of their build out in which they were paying for. And often they would also pay me to promote their product. So I would get the service for free. And all of that wouldn't be possible if I just didn't ask. And so I think in some ways, part of this visibility piece is you never know if you don't ask. Like, you just don't. And so sometimes the ideas you have may be a little bit wild or something that you would even say, that's crazy. Like, I don't know if I should do that. Like, why not? What if? What if you could? What if they say yes? What if they're excited about it too? And this isn't necessarily all for like sponsorship or partnership or, you know, being involved with a tech startup. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying 
for all of it, regardless of the visibility strategy or the channel that you're on, you just being willing to ask, it's awesome. Like, just do it. Because here's the thing. With visibility, more often than not, the actual worst case scenario is that no one cares, that nothing happens. But it doesn't necessarily have this negative effect, typically. I'm not saying that can't happen. I'm not saying cancel culture doesn't exist. But I'm just going to say 90%, 95%. I'm making up the statistic. I have no idea. But like a very significant portion of the time, if you do something in terms of visibility and it doesn't work, the result is net neutral. Like you didn't move forward, but you did not move backwards. And so like more often than not, there is no harm in just trying whatever it is that you want to try, whatever it is that you want to do, however you want to put yourself out there. Neutral is fine. Like if you're not going backwards, I think there's so many other things you can do in your business that can make you go two steps back before you go forward. But visibility is not really one of them. It's like stagnant, like steady flat line, or it doesn't really bounce back down usually. I suppose it could bounce down if you did really, really great in one area of visibility and then you backed off your effort or the channel or algorithm changed and it it wasn't as effective then sure, yes, you can go backwards in that regard. But if we're talking about like starting a new approach, a new channel, a new effort, something you haven't tried before, net neutral is a pretty okay odds. I don't necessarily love to like bucket people or assume things about anyone because you know what that does, right? (laughs) But I do think there are generally like two camps when it comes to visibility. And I like to think that I'm not in either of them and I'm kind of on like somewhere in the middle. Okay. So there are like the manifestors who are fully guided by intuition and law of attraction and, you know, I'm not necessarily talking all woo stuff. I'm just talking about like putting out into the world what you want back and like saying what you want and saying it out loud. And part of that can be incredibly strategic. Some of that is only going to work if you put something in motion, in my opinion. Some people will be like, you know, record it, listen to it every single day, and then you'll start attracting that. And Maybe that's true to some extent. I mean, for sure, if I've told myself something enough times, I do start to believe it, which then gives you the audacity to do the work. So perhaps it can work in that regard. But very few times have I seen manifestation in like its purest form of just like thinking it and then it comes to you like... Again, not that it can't, because I've seen crazy stuff also happen. Some of it is just like allowing yourself to see. So I'm like a sort of believer in all of that. 
Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I feel like I'm a manifester by accident. And if you were to look at my human body, body type, no, not body type, definitely not body type. I'm curvy girl, but that's not what I'm talking about. I couldn't tell you, but I am a manifesting generator. There we go. But I don't know what it's called. So with that being said, I do think in some ways I am just naturally that way. So I don't have to think about it as often for it to happen. But like I said, I'm in the middle. So I I take from some of that camp, okay? And then there are the grinders. I couldn't come up with any better name, guys. They need a better name. But you know what I'm talking about. Like grind, hustle culture, 
do the work, do the work, do more, you'll get more, do more, you'll get more, quantity, 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 all of that. And sometimes even the like harder you work, the bigger the reward. I do think there's some things that aren't hard that like you can do it and it can set you up for success and it doesn't mean you have to grind it out. Like, sure, there's organic approaches to things, but there's also paid approaches to things that if you're in a season where you don't want to be posting every single day, you can magnify the reach of the work you're already doing with a paid strategy. Like, I don't think those are bad things. They're just different. So aside from the potential of complete burnout from that kind of grind hustle camp, I don't necessarily think either camp is totally wrong. I think there's a lot of truth in all of it and things we can learn from all different kinds of people with all different approaches who have succeeded in so many different ways. And I think that's the beautiful part of business, that there is no one way. There is no one way to be visible. There is no one business model that's the most profitable. There is no one approach that's going to make or break it for you. It's simply about finding the right combination of marketing and visibility strategies that align you with the audience that aligns with the offer that you sell so you can fully solve their problem and charge for it. And because there's all of this alignment across the board, it's easy to convert. Like, like you just have to figure out the equation that works right for you, the formula that works right for you. And I have absolutely worked every single day in this business to develop resources and tools to help you identify those things faster so that you don't have to test a million things that you can use the tools we put out to help you assess quicker what is going to make sense for you and pick the way to move forward in a way that makes sense for your business. What I'm really trying to say here is you not only can learn from me and learn from me presenting as many options as possible and letting you pick the combo that works right for you. But you can also listen to anyone else you want to listen to in this online world. I think the lens I would like to provide is that you have to run it through your value filter. Does this person and what they teach and how they go about things, does it align with the way I want to show up? Does it align with the lifestyle I want to have? Do they work as hard or harder than I want to work? Do they understand me? Do they understand the things I'm going through? I think those things are better ways of telling if a strategy is going to work for you before you try it. Are the people being successful at it? People you feel value aligned with? And if the answer is yes, then by all means. And if you feel any sort of ick or like objection that pops up, pay attention to that intuition. Because like I said, I think you got to take from all the camps and figure out the combo that works for you.
But if we're talking about beliefs and mindset and where do you need to be in order to get visible, I think there's two things that are required from a mindset perspective before you can move forward with any strategy. One, you have to have the self-confidence that you can figure it out. If you need a phrase, use the one my mom told me. I can do or be anything I want to be. I can do or be anything I want to be. And if you believe that, that is going to fuel the next step. And two, you have to believe that what you want is in fact possible. So not that Instagram is going to grow my organic reach. That's something you can try and test. What I'm talking about is you have to believe that your business can fuel the lifestyle that you want, that your business can provide and support for you, that your business can grow even during economic recessions. Like, do you believe that what you want is in fact possible? If not, you either need to address that goal And find something a bit smaller to like really anchor into and believe that it is possible. (laughs) And then once you get there, build towards something larger. Or you need to work on the belief system that the thing that you keep saying you want is something that you can acquire, is something that you can achieve, is something that you can reach, is something that you can get to. Because if you don't have the self-confidence that you'll figure it out and you don't have the belief that it's possible, then do you think you're ever going to get visible? Do you think you're ever going to do anything that's going to move your business forward? I mean, the short answer is you might try some stuff, but it's going to fizzle real fast. And if we don't address these two mindsets, like in general, like it is going to hold you back. And I'm not saying you're not going to have bad days or that you're going to have doubts or that you're going to have fears. Those still come back. But if you can be rooted in the belief, not just self-confidence, but self-confidence that you can figure it out because that's different. Being self-confident is like one aspect, but being self-confident towards the very specific aspect of being able to figure it out to me is a little different than just being self-confident. Because in fact, I am self-confident every single day. I can figure it out. I'm not self-confident every single day that I'll get it all done. (laughs) That's different. (laughs) But I am, in fact, confident every single day that I will figure it out. And if you don't address those two mindset things, you're going to be deflated and frustrated and get stuck and burn out and not get to where you want to go. Just like, like as I don't simple think as that. Right or wrong way to build a business. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to get visible, but you do have to find a way you can be consistent at over a long period of time. It matters far less if there is a rhythm like I'm showing up every day or I'm showing up every Tuesday and Thursday or I'm showing up. The timing is less relevant than you consistently pouring into that thing over a longer period of time, period. Like, you know, ultimately, 
you can do a lot of short stints and a lot of different things. But if we're talking about traction, like doing something that is going to be helpful over the long term, then you really have to dig into something that you can consistently show up in. You just do. And so when it comes down to how do you drive leads, there are both active and passive ways that you can drive leads. Because the ultimate goal of visibility is to get eyeballs, so traffic, okay? Traffic that turn into leads. You know, we can talk about just traffic sources if you want, but I like to think of it as lead sources, okay? There's active and passive ways to get leads in those lead sources. And I dig way more into this, by the way, in the active and passive ways in my recent workshop, which you can get the whole thing at bossproject.com slash organic. I talk about all eight active and passive strategies. But today specifically, I want to dig more into producing content for visibility channels. Because I think when people talk about getting visible, it's not necessarily that they're nervous about networking or they're nervous about warm outreach. I think the nerves come up when we start talking about cold outreach, when we start talking about producing content. I think that's where the things come up. Even paid ads, because that requires a budget. You know, I do think that can bring on some anxiety. But the easiest way to get leads is to have someone else give them to you, period. That is still true. And I fully will put my stamp on that. And if you haven't watched that training at bossproject.com slash organic, like, I really do want you to have the ways that other people can give you leads. I think that is a solid place to start, especially if you're new to this online business world, because those are fast traction based strategies. Production of content typically is the next fastest because ultimately the leads on autopilot is fueled by warm outreach. And we talk more about that in the training, but producing content drives free traffic and we like free. Okay. Now, if we're talking about producing content, there are long-term strategies and there are short-term strategies. Blogging is the most long-term, if you were to put this on a spectrum. I would say YouTube is sort of in the middle. And then TikTok, Instagram, just the Reels portion, and LinkedIn are, in my opinion, the like faster avenues in terms of getting quick results. And part of that comes down to the nature of the content itself. When you produce content for a blog or you produce content for YouTube, you are optimizing specifically for search. TikTok is sort of leaning that way, but even still, your content is the most relevant, the closer to the production date. When you're talking about short form video and social posts. Because you could technically add in Facebook here, but 
I just don't think Facebook is working for people in terms of visibility in the way that it used to. You could totally use a personal Facebook account if you wanted to. In that way, I think there is some possibilities there, but it's sort of a hairy line, especially if your personal Facebook page already has all of your friends and family and everyone you've ever known from high school and college. It's just a little bit harder to turn that into a business strategy. And I have seen many a people try to create a totally different Facebook account for business. And that gets weird fast. So again, not saying you can't do it because there's no wrong way. Just not my favorite. It's just not my favorite. But I try to, as much as possible, really practice what I preach. And I have said that you should invest in the channels that have already gotten you traction invest in the strategies that have already gotten you traction and do more. Not that it's like more quantity, but like keep going in the same direction versus abandoning a channel altogether and trying to do something totally, totally brand new. I think those are things that you can try. And if it starts to take off, fantastic, lean in. But If you want those quicker, faster results, pay attention to where you've already put your time and attention. For me specifically, I've put the most attention into blogging, Instagram, and podcasting. And ultimately, blogging is a long game. Like, and I'm okay with that. And I have spent a ton of time working on blogs over the years and blogs that I wrote seven years ago are still showing up in search as the most relevant on page one and getting thousands of hits a month. But no doubt do I believe blogging is a quality option for growing visibility based on search. The issue I have with it is that it's not personal. And ultimately, to convert a buyer, not that it has to be personal, but more often than not, people will buy through connection. And when you only align for search, you're just answering the question. And unless the thing you're offering is super duper easily straightforward, as in like someone could read the title of it, immediately know what it is, and know if they need it, and then check out without ever interacting with you, which by the way, some of you do run these types of businesses, go for it. Like, I have a very good friend who's actually exited her business. She sold contract templates, she was a lawyer. So she could market, you know, a contractor, like 1099 contractor template, she could create search-based content and someone could land on it and be like, this answers what I'm looking for and check out and buy without ever interacting with her because the offer is so straightforward that someone could purchase without interaction. Now, I'm not suggesting that you have to insert yourself as a human, as a person in every sales process. That's not required. 
However, if your offer has any level of like nuance to it, then making it personal, even if you don't have a sales call, will increase conversions. And so you want to be utilizing channels that create more personal connection. Podcasting is one of the best places to nurture because you can create these like deep personal connections, but it's not necessarily a great way to get more visible. And so with that being said, if I'm going to invest in an area that has already done well and has the personal element and is focused on visibility, then I have my eyes on Instagram. If it sounds like I just cut myself off, it's because I did. When I originally recorded today's episode, I had fully planned for it to be one beefy, meaty episode. And then I talked for nearly an hour and a half and decided after the fact that it needed to be split up into part one and part two. You have just completed part one. Congratulations. I really hope you're feeling excited about getting visible and feel like you have tangible ways to get your mindset right. But I know you're really here for the juicy stuff that I'm going to be talking about in part two. So come back for episode 793, where I'm going to be talking about Instagram hacks and specifically how to wake up your account if it's gone dormant and how I increased my reach by 185% in seven days. You are not going to want to miss that episode. Now, in the meantime, if you have yet to watch my training on organic marketing, then you absolutely should take the time to do so. Inside this training, I am giving you nine very tangible ways to have other people give you leads, i.e. tangible ways for you to get visible without you doing so much of the legwork yourself. This is some juicy stuff and it took me years to learn. Two of these ways are the exact ways that got me booked out in my agency in under 30 days. So you should absolutely go check that out right now at bossproject.com slash organic. Give that a, a watch and then head over to Instagram. Let me know you watched. Share some of your biggest takeaways. And I can't wait to have you come back next time to talk more about Instagram. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.